Lund, coast to coast, peanut butter and toast. Probing in the lane, fading away, whoopsie doo, don't mind if I do. In transition, denied by Hoyling. DeCam says, give me that, a pick two for Northwestern. Spot of three on the way, bang for Noah and the Erickson center erupts. Spread the love around, corner, pocket, cash for Lund. With just two weeks left of the regular season, we are very, very close to finding out who's going to be cutting down the nets. It's the Unlike Any Other, the UMAC podcast, YMRL, Ryan Mitchell, Ryan, is there anything in particular heading into this weekend that you're most excited for, whether it's on the men's side, the women's side? I mean, I'm sure there is, but anything that really sticks out other than the fact that I don't think we've had this tight of a playoff push in some time where there's so many teams still fighting for a chance to play in the conference tournament. Would you agree with that? Yeah, absolutely. I hope you're doing well, Wyatt. Appreciate the opportunity to get back on these mics and shoot the breeze with you because I'm just trying to continually remind myself, be grateful because, you know, a month from now, this is all not going to exist. And we'll move on to other things. It'll come back around, Ryan. You don't have to get to, we don't have to get depressed tonight. It will come back. I, yeah, I, I tell you this every year, though, and you're like, well, it'll be back next year. But like, next year, that feels like another (laughs) lifetime away. But, uh, no, in all seriousness, You know, there's going to be a lot of compelling stuff to look at next weekend, and you're right. There's so many teams that are really, really tight, but especially some things at the top, when I'm talking both the women's and the men's side, could kind of be solidified this weekend. So there's one team in particular who I'm utterly fascinated with, their slate this weekend and the opponents they have and how much is at stake, and we'll get to that a little bit later. But Wyatt, the penultimate, I think, is always slept on. Sure, next weekend is the ultimate. It's the final countdown. Let's blare that going into next week's shows, maybe. Probably not, actually. But anyway, the penultimate. It's one of my favorite terms, and that is what we have. The penultimate weekend this weekend across the UMAC. Can't wait. I guess you learn something new every uh, every day. I did not know that was one of your favorite terms. So <laughs> there you go. Glad glad to hear that. By the way, you did a great job of answering all of those. I, I do this thing where I'll ask one question, and for some reason I just keep going, and then I'll ask another one and another one. So I asked like three questions there before I even let you start talking. So good it, job. Good, some good of the job best on interviewers... back to all of them. This is what I was going to say. But Thank you. I appreciate that. But some of the best interviewers in the – you know, in this lane, if you will. I mean, one of them locally, and maybe not everyone knows him, but bumper to bumper with Dan Barrero on the fan, it, he is known for that, Wyatt. Like, he can't shut up and just ask the question like he's rambling left and right, but a lot of people say he's one of the better interviewers, even though there are three questions packed into every one question, if you know what I mean. So you're in good company is what I'm saying. Well, now I'm getting compared to Dan Barrero. What a start to this pod. Let's get into the games now. First off, though, I guess I should say, Feel free to hit us up, uaotheumacagmail.com, or, and you, or uh, yeah, g- wait, wait a minute, now I'm second-guessing myself. <laughs> do you add the .com at the end of it? No, you don't do that. It's uaotheumacagmail.com. Yeah, it's .com. There is a .com Everything's got to have a dot .something. I don't know why like, I'm so, org, yeah, yeah, you're right. I, I'm, I'm, I'm so, biz, so flustered right now. I got to get back into the zone here a little bit. So for some reason, that sounded wrong as I was saying it. So got that out of the way. 
And you can also hit us up, this one's easy enough, on Twitter, unlike any other the UMAC. Find us there, and uh, this is the time of year where uh, we're going to start, uh, you know, really diving in on Twitter. We say that, Ryan. Now we actually got to follow through. I got to follow through. You do a good job of it. I don't. But uh, we are going to be having some stuff on there. We post all the links to the podcast on there. So uh, certainly feel free to give us a follow there as well. And again, we love interacting with you. It's uh, what makes this fun. So with that being said, we're going to start on the men's side. They're the games mm. that are playing first. I, I like to go that they route are. when we do this. They're, they're right. the games that are first. That's that'll right. that'll switch back <laughs> next year, which again to you is an eternity away, a really long time. But don't worry, it'll get here before you know it. But uh, for now, the men's uh, games are first, so we're gonna start there. We'll start Friday night. Uh, we got Martin Luther at Morris, Northland at Northwestern, Bethany at Crown, and Superior at North Central. So why don't we just start? As it's listed on the UMAC website, Martin Luther at Minnesota Morris. Uh, Prediction-wise, I think I'm up nine games on you now, you had said, coming into this week. So you got some ground to make up. You you are. You are 61-19, which, folks, that's real good. If there was a fan duel or draft kings for UMAC ball, Wyatt would uh, be pocketing some some good numbers. I am 52-28, and so I'm nine back with only two weeks of opportunities left. Because then we... We re-rack this, correct? Like we did last season for postseason, we kind of reset the numbers. I, we don't have to do it that way, but that's what we did last year. So either way, I mean, I I'm think, good. I think I'm good resetting. Should. Yeah, uh, I'm cool we with that. We'll yeah, we'll do so. that. And there's no fantasy in the postseason, folks. Sorry to break no. your heart if you were looking forward to that. We're not going to do that. So we'll uh, give you our picks and predictions. And last year, of course, it was unique because everybody made it, so we had more games to do. This year, it'll be pl- uh, pretty clear cut with just the two semifinal games and championship on each side. But anyways, yeah, no, that's totally fine. But yeah, predictions have been good lately, so let's keep it rolling tonight, Ryan. Let's start Martin Luther and Morris, and since uh, I do have the lead on you, I'll go first again with all of these if you want and uh, give you the opportunity to play catch up. This one, I'd be surprised if we're picking different. I'm going to go Minnesota Morris to win this one at home. I liked what I saw from them last weekend. Again, they were able to get a split. They were still in the game against Northwestern, competed with them pretty much the whole way through. And Martin Luther, you almost wonder if uh, what kind of a state they're going to be in after so close to getting that first win against Northland. Now they come into this matchup. They know it's going to be a tough one. I, I think Minnesota Morris is going to be able to take it to them. I'll take the Cougars at home. Yeah, well, not only were they so close against, you know, Northland, as you were talking about last weekend, and that's what's most important, but they also got a game in earlier this week in non-con in another tight loss, losing by six to Beloit. So it's difficult for Martin Luther right now. They're trying to compete, and they have over the last couple of games, so give them credit for that. But, yeah, I think game script, why it matters in this one, how soon can Morris get out to a big enough lead where they can start to look ahead to Saturday? Because... Man, oh man, is that ever going to be a showdown spotlight we'll get scene? To it. We'll get to it. Don't worry. Inside of James Gremmel's the following day. So, yes, we will get to it. But Morris is going to start a big weekend at home with a win. I agree. And then we've got Northland at Northwestern. So, we're both on the same page with that one. This one as well, I would guess we're both going to be on the Eagles. But uh, I'll let you state if you're going to pick Northland or not. I won't speak for you. I got Northwestern in this one. Again, they're they're getting scary, scary good right now. Heading down the stretch. A couple of huge wins last weekend. Kyle Kamenk, who we mentioned on our recap, arguably uh, right now playing like the best player in this conference. Right up there for conference player of the year. They've also got some good pieces around him. Don't 
overlook the return of Parker Bainey into the rotation as well. I know he he's he wasn't starting last week, and I, I would guess uh, Fuque will continue to start. But either way, he can get minutes and get guys blows when they need them. So I think that's a big thing, too, for them as they try to turn into form here. And uh, against Northland at home, I, I don't think they'll have any issues. I'll take Northwestern in this one. It would have to be just a great performance from Jordan Brennan and Langston Flowers. I feel like if they're going to pull this off, they would have to, like, combine to sh- shoot, like, I don't know, lights out, make 10, 3, something like that. It'd have to be ridiculous, and I don't see that happening. Yeah, agreed. I'm going to ask you, though, Wyatt, because you said it in the past. Is that exclusive mm-hmm. only to one team? No, this is a spot I'll bring it up. Oh. T-D- <laughs> W question okay. mark. Do you think okay. this is a TDW Friday night in the Erickson Center? Well, I tell you, their offense looked good last weekend, didn't it? And you know, they put up ninety six against Morris. They're able yeah. to come back the next yeah. day. They only had seventy seven against Crown, but again, they're efficient. I'm gonna say they're not gonna get there. It's absolutely a watch though. You're right. It's it's on watch. It's not a warning. It's just a watch. <laughs> and uh, you know, I wouldn't be surprised, I guess, is what I'll say if they were to achieve it. I'll say no though. What say you? Yeah, that's fair. So you're saying if it's a watch, you don't have to go into the lowest floor and get away from the windows. Like you can still look outside, but you got to be ready to move. Is that's that what the, you're saying? Is that the rule? See, that'd be a problem here. I got one floor on my apartment, so what am I supposed to do when when there's a warning? I mean, you're probably in the similar deal. I mean, you don't have multiple floors where you're at, do you? No, we. I'm on the second floor. So if something happens, I just go in the parking garage down below. So it's actually sure. pretty easy. I don't yeah. know if they told us what I was supposed to do if that ever happened. Thankfully, we haven't ran into that situation. I guess I would just be in here when everybody else is safe <laughs> somewhere. But anyways, <laughs> yes, it is a watch, not a warning. Do you got Northwestern winning this one? I'm going to guess you do. I, I would be I really well. surprised if you're, you're yeah. getting desperate if you take Northland here. I'm not I'm not that desperate. I am desperate though. Thirty two opportunities left. I've done the math and I'm nine back, so I, I gotta make something happen. But no, not right here. But just quick circling back on what you said, Wyatt, I'm interested to see because you'd have to imagine this is purely speculating, but Parker may have not been at a hundred percent when he came back last weekend. Yeah, and again, I don't know for sure, but I I would agree with you. Probably not. And and even if he was, y- you know, it's one of those deals where I would assume he's going to keep coming off the bench, and I don't think his minutes change regardless at this point. Do you? Well, that's what I was going to say is if he is at 100% now with another week to recover or near 100%, is he back in a spot where he was really, really good? Because I think that also plays into this, Wyatt, when we look at Seth Fuquay and what he did last weekend and what I said on the recap pod, I think was hands down the best weekend of his career in a Northwestern uniform. Yeah. So does that compel the coaches more to say, hey, let's not mess with it. Let's leave the senior in there. And if there's any hesitation that Parker's not at 100%, why would we start him? And now, like you said, it's a good point, Wyatt. They're both going to play. They're both going to play a meaningful role in this game and throughout the rest of the season, you'd have to imagine. Well, I think you can roll with the hot hand that particular night, too. It doesn't really matter who starts, per se. You know what I mean? When you get in the second half, you roll with the five guys that give you the best chance For at that sure. point, regardless of who they are. So, okay, yeah. both both on Northwestern. Bethany's at Crown. This is a compelling one. Again, I, I feel like we're both at the point where Crown, even if they win out, they're probably not going to make it. It, they, they need things to go their way. So what kind of a state are they going to be in? Bethany's been the best team from top to bottom from the start of this conference season, really all season long. I mean, they're 17-3. and three. They, they were great in non-conference, too. I think Bethany's going to go on the road here. They continue to impress. And remember, they don't technically have the one seed locked up because 
they drop a game, Ryan, and then Northwestern, let's say, is to take yep. them down the following Friday, and, and assuming Northwestern runs the table, then Northwestern owns the tiebreaker. So there's yep. still a lot to play for if you're Bethany. I don't know if that's necessarily the case with Crown, and uh, the fact that Bethany, I think, is also just the all-around better team makes me think they're going to win this game. I'll take the Vikings to get one on the road here. Yeah, this thing is utterly fascinating. And when I said to open this podcast, there's one team that is more compelling to anyone else to me this weekend, it's Bethany. Oh, Starting off in the WAC Friday night and then going to Morris. Because if you pass these two tests, it's you know it's essentially signed, sealed, delivered. Like they're going to have the one, but they got to earn yeah. it big time this weekend. And I think there are some potential questions because of the opponents, Wyatt. What happened last time they played Crown? You almost put me on the spot. <laughs> I got to go back and look now. See, I don't remember the, off the top of my you're head. You're good. Double overtime shootout at the North oh, Gym in a duh. game that yeah, Crown I really that. thought we, they should have had. I would say we referenced that multiple times on our recap and how they there's lots of guys who were saying it was just a ton of fun, one of the best games they've played in ever, period. So, yeah, like you said, Crown probably thinks they'd like to have that one back. So, I remember now. Yeah, great game. Are you saying... We're gonna get a game like that again. Round two. Here we go. I don't. I don't know Triple about overtime? that. Triple <laughs> <laughs> I would. I would take it absolutely. I think UMAC fans would as well. If you ask Coach Garvin and his staff, and maybe even Coach Herbert as well, they'd say, "Yeah, we don't want three overtimes on the opening uh, matchup of the weekend." But anyway, but that's besides the point. We're gonna talk about the other one in a second too. But the other team Bethany plays this weekend. What happened the first time they played Morris? Don't not do double overtime, but Don't an overtime victory again. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm answering the rhetorical oh, yeah, question. I'm just saying it, it was yeah, another yeah, yeah. overtime game. So it's two opponents, Wyatt, that, yeah, they beat, but they survived on their home floor. Yeah. And now they got to face both those squads on the road. And my question for you before I make my prediction, it's difficult for Crown with what happened against Northwestern. Now, the chances were very, very slim to start with, but we mentioned they had to go 2-0 last weekend. Okay, they didn't. Yeah. For all intents and purposes, they're probably out of it. But I think now for sure, I said it earlier, like, well, I don't know if that's really the case because you could be feeling tight because you have to win. Now they literally, Wyatt, in the definition, Crown College Polar's men's basketball has nothing to lose the rest of the season. You got plenty of experience and upperclassmen on that squad. You know, Testerman, Royston, Carroll, a bunch of guys who aren't going to be back in the future. Is this just their opportunity? Like, this is their, you know, for lack of a better term, Super Bowl as we sure. look ahead to this weekend, what's going on. This is their big moment at home to start a weekend against Bethany to spoil potentially their sights being set on locking up a number one seed. Now, I know there's still multiple games left, but. There's multiple teams around the UMAC that you know are looking at Crown and saying, hey, we could use some help. Would you would you play spoiler for us? And if they pull off the win, other coaches in the league send Coach Herbert, not champagne, but Wyatt, what's his favorite drink after a game? It's a root beer, right? Root beer. That's so, right. For all opposing coaches who get this message, especially I'm looking at Northwestern and Superior because that would keep you in the conversation. If Crown upsets Bethany Friday night, just find a way to get some A&W or mugs or something in the direction of St. Bonifacius. They're going to have okay? a great game plan in place. I mean, I will say that because, like you said, it's the first game of the weekend. And, of course, like you said, there's a lot for the seniors maybe in the upperclassmen. That's a good way to look at it, I suppose. So my, my quick question for you, White, before I make my pick, 
do you feel like Crown is in a position where they're ultra loose and that could help them in this game with everything coming in that I just mentioned? Or is that irrelevant in a matchup like this? Maybe a little bit. Uh, even being loose, yeah, it helps. But you're going up against a really good team regardless. And uh, the, the first five minutes or so of this game are going to be crucial for Crown. If they come out and Bethany is shooting lights out or they get a big lead, I think it's going to be tough for Crown to come back from that. So... I think even if they are loose and play well, they still are going to have to realize they're going to have to play a full 40 minutes. So it matters a little bit, but maybe not to the extent that uh, you maybe are leaning into, I guess, if that's the way you look at it. Yeah, I just lay all that out because I think this is so interesting from so many angles, and I don't disagree with what you're saying, but it is worth noting they had a fantastic start on the road last time. It didn't work out, but you know, Coach Garvin had to call an early timeout, and they were shooting the three ball well early. Feels like it's going to take something like that again. I'm on Bethany, though. I just laid all that out for reasons why I could take Crown. There's a lot of other squads in the league who are pulling big time for Crown in this ball game, and I think this is... Way more fascinating, Wyatt, than we've seen in a long time for a number one versus a number six. When's the last time in this league where you can argue the six could pull off the upset and it should be a pretty good game this late in the regular season when the six seed is out of the playoff picture? I mean, this is about yeah. as good as it gets for a one versus a six. I agree. Absolutely. I, I think it's uncharted uh, territory for sure. So should be a great game. And uh, I, I think Bethany does pull it out for a lot of the reasons, though, that we've we've talked about with them all season, and, and they're the most complete team. So it's going to take a complete game from Crown to do it. We'll see if they can get it done. This one's probably the best game on Friday night, if not you know, the best game all weekend. I don't think it is the best game of the weekend, but it's close. Superior's at North Central. A lot on the line for North Central. They're coming off of a tough weekend. They'd like to have those games back. Meanwhile, Superior... For all the things that you just said, they're still in the hunt for the one, theoretically, and they have a lot to play for in front of them moving forward. North Central, they're fighting for their playoff lives. Going to be a compelling game. Should be a good one. All that to say, oh. I'm going to take Superior to win. I think North Central slide continues. I think they lose this game, drop below 500. Superior, as good as they are defensively, we've talked about their offense all year, and uh, I, I think Superior's offense is going to be able to expose North Central a little bit here, and Micah Filer's not going to be able to play catch-up. So I'll take Superior to win this game, and uh, they'll they'll continue that trend as we head towards the conference tournament. Yeah, this is also utterly fascinating and a huge weekend for the Jackets on the road that we're going to find a lot out about this squad when we talk on the recap at the end of the weekend. First time they met. Rams win 67-63 at home. You mentioned Micah Filer. Can he get back on track? He was the leader in that ball game. Only was off the floor for two minutes, 23 points and six boards to lead the way. I mentioned the rebounds, Wyatt. North Central, bull lead in all caps. The Jackets on the glass in this ball game. Don't know if you remember the discrepancy. Plus 16 on the glass. 43-27 oh. to 27 over Superior in the rebounding battle. So, obviously, if you're a Jacket fan, you're saying... That cannot happen again whatsoever. Their offensive numbers don't pop off the screen, but they're not horrible either. But you cannot allow the second chances that North Central had the first time around. But we've seen it for multiple teams already in this league-wide, and you believe in it. They're going to return the favor. doesn't matter that Superior is on the road. When teams are so tight, do you feel like you lean the way of, well, whoever lost the first time is going to make adjustments, and they're going to play better 
and they're going to win in the back half. Is there anything to that in a league like this that's so tight, saying it is real difficult to beat the same squad two times in one season? It, it, it is to a certain extent. Again, it depends on the situation, and a lot of times the team that's more desperate is the one that I like to lean towards for the reasons that you said, because, you know, they need the win and maybe they lost the first time around. However, I just think Superior is more talented in this instance, and the, that, that, that's why I'm picking them. But North Central could very well, with that desperation being on their home court, all of that factored in, potentially win this game. Yeah, you can make arguments to go either way. And in one like this, some people listening would say, well, for the guy who's nine games down, he should go the other way just because this is a toss-up. And I'm yeah. saying it is a toss-up. But quite honestly, Wyatt, I think it matters that, you know, we talk about North Central. They are coming in on a slide. They are so, so hungry for this weekend, getting back home, fighting for their playoff lives, as you mentioned. Would you call this a must-win for Coach Becker's club? Now they can still find their way in, but with how this thing is trending and what they still have left on the schedule, and especially the fact that they still got to see a Bethany Lutheran squad next weekend, is this a must-win for the Rams at home Friday night? I think it is because, you know, you're probably looking at the rest of the way. Yeah, the other two games are are winnable against Northland and uh, – or excuse me, against uh, Martin Luther. And, uh, yeah, it is Northland. It's that, that Saturday. And then, of course, you got Bethany. So if you lose this one, let's say you drop to Bethany, the best you can finish is 7-7. Seven and seven. That might not be enough. You know what I mean? Because, yep. you know, the three teams up at the top, Bethany, Superior, and Northwestern, we, we figure they're, you know, going to finish better than that. And that would mean Morris just has to split as well. And if you look at Morris's schedule, well, they got Martin Luther on Friday. We both think they're going to win that one, so that gets them to seven wins. Then they play Bethany as well. Okay, drop that one. Then they got Superior, and then they got Northland as well. So assuming both these teams, North Central and Morris, hold serve against Northland and Martin Luther, that would put North Central on the outside looking in if they don't win this game, and assuming that they both lose to Bethany as well. So, yes, it's a must-win game from that deduction right there. Simple math. They, they got to get this one done, or something crazy is going to have to happen if they want to find themselves in the playoffs here in a couple of weeks. Totally agree, and I don't want to spend forever on this, but just one more thing to add. Yeah, they're one down in the standings. They're really two down. Because Morris, who's in front of them, has the tiebreaker over him. They swept North Central. Oh, so th- this yeah, it's a has to be a win for the Rams on Friday night. Tall test. I'm sticking with you so far, though. I'm taking the Jackets white in large part due to the fact if they had beaten Bethany and they were riding a huge high coming into this game, I actually think they may be more susceptible for a loss. But I think Coach Polkowski and his staff have their squad ultra locked in for a huge road weekend. Both teams are desperate, don't get me wrong, but it's going to be tough to beat the Jackets again. They're going to do better on the glass than they did the first time, and I'm real interested to see, Wyatt, if it could possibly be three straight disappointing games for Micah Filer, or even if he does get back on track, as we talked about in the recap so often, that's still not been enough for North Central. So he may have to score 27, 28, 30-burger plus potentially for them to pick up this must-win on Friday night. Yeah, I, I think he will get back on track, too. I, I think he has a good game in this one, but again, I don't think it's enough, like you said, because we've talked about that before and how sometimes it still hasn't been enough. So 
Lots of great stuff there. Again, that's the best game Friday night on the men's side. Let's go to Saturday now. And I appreciate you also picking who you think is going to win and not just going against me for the sake of doing so. Again, I respect that, Ryan. So, But, but uh, I'm well aware done. of the prediction numbers and the ground yes. I have to make up. Let's you, be I mean, clear. I'm you are going to have to you are going to have to make some picks here at some point if you if you're that focused on it. But again, I appreciate you picking who you think is going to win. On Saturday, we've got Bethany and Morris Superior at Northwestern, a couple of huge showdowns there. Northland's at North Central and Martin Luther is at Crown. Let's start uh, and work our way backwards on the UMAC website. So we'll start Crown Martin Luther Crown at home, regardless of what happens on Friday. Like you said, this is senior day for Crown. And Mm -hmm. they got some guys that are going to want to leave a lasting impression, go out on a high note. I think they get it done, and uh, Martin Luther uh, is going to remain winless in conference play after this weekend. So the Polars get the win at home on Senior Day. Yeah, bring the tissues out to the whack and settle in for uh, an emotional afternoon in this one. But I uh, am going to take the Polars. Maybe there's, you know a little bit of a slow start in this ball game, depending on what happens Friday and then just everything that surrounds senior day, but uh, they kick it into gear and get it done. I agree. Then you got North central their senior day as well as they host Northland. And likewise, I think North central gets it done at home on senior day. The skid ends. They're going to break a losing streak here. They got to be careful though. Northland again, kind of a sneaky team. I know the record maybe doesn't show up, but they can compete with just about anybody in this conference. And they've proven that throughout the course of this season and with uh, some of the games that they've had. So Keep in mind, North Central beat them on the road by 14 earlier this year. I think they get it done on senior day once again, and they complete the season series sweep over the Lumberjacks. Give me North Central in this one. Yeah, I agree with you, Wyatt. North Central cannot overlook Northland whatsoever, but the Lumberjacks had a hard time slowing them down in their barn out in the Kendrigan Center a few weekends ago when North Central put up 87 on the road in a convincing win. I feel like... They cannot possibly, because both you and I think they're going to lose on Friday night, so that's going to make it for Coach Becker's club four straight losses. There's no way it can go to five. They're too talented for that to happen. They're going to find a way to meatloaf this weekend, not what they want, but potentially keeping them alive in the picture, depending on what else happens as they head into the final weekend. Yeah, lots of good stuff there with that as well. And now the two showdowns, this is why I kind of went backwards because I want to spend some extended time on both of these. You got Morris at Superior. Let's do that one first. We'll get to, or excuse me, now I'm looking at the uh, wrong week. And let me slide back up there. That's on me. We got uh, Bethany at Morris Superior at Northwestern. I want to talk about the Bethany-Morris game first. Do you think Morris, Ryan, first off, before I say anything or make a prediction on this, what does it take for Morris to pull off this upset and hand Bethany a loss here? Great question. Uh, You know, especially in their building, how good they've been offensively, it just takes that extra step defensively. You could even argue, Wyatt, if they hold Bethany to 82, 83, 85 points, they may be able to put up north of 85, get near 90, and win a shootout. Because... As I mentioned, out in the North Gym when they played them last month, yeah, they fell, but it was in overtime by a final score of 93-86. to 86. And we know, again, I keep saying it, sorry to beat the dead horse, but they can especially put up points at home. 86 in a loss and 79 in a win last weekend. So I feel pretty good if I'm a Cougar fan, if I'm a Cougar player, about my offense coming into this ball game, and it's just going to take that extra step defensively, like I said, and I think they have it in them. I mean, we've seen strides this season where the defense is not just a total, 
you know, liability like it's been so often for this program over the last chunk of years. Yeah, no, I agree. And so here's what's interesting. I actually think the two biggest things from a defensive standpoint against Bethany is you got to limit Mason Ackley and what he can do because, again, he hurts you in a lot of different ways. Rebounding, he distributes the basketball. So it's more than just scoring. So you just got to limit him in general. And then I actually, as crazy as this sounds, I never thought I would have said this after last year, make Hunter Nielsen do more offensively because he hasn't really shown that he's had to in conference play. You know what I mean? He certainly can, but at this point – they haven't had to use him quite as much, so maybe try that and see if you know he can be the one that lights it up against you. And I'm not saying this for my fantasy basketball team. I mean, <laughs> I'd be great to see it. But in all seriousness, the other ways clearly aren't working when, when you go yeah. up against Bethany. So why not see if that's maybe a little something to do with it as well and if he can beat you. So I think those are two big things for Morris defensively. I would say the number to get to... <sighs> As cra- I, I would say probably 85. You, you want to be at 85. Yep. You know what I mean? Like yep. a, a, as crazy and they can as do that it. sounds. And they yeah. can do it. It'll be a quick uh, It'll be a quick game, fast-paced, back and forth. I think both teams are going to run a little bit, and I expect this one to turn into a little bit of a track meet. That's Bethany's go-to, though, Ryan. They're so good when the score starts getting up there at, for whatever reason, outscoring their opponents. And I think they go on the road, and I'm at the point with Bethany. I mean, if I don't pick them to lose this weekend on the road, it's tough for me to envision picking against them unless they're playing one of the top two teams, as in Superior and Northwestern. Because, I mean, these would be the other two that could possibly beat them at this point, in my opinion. And, uh, yeah, I I still am going to pick them in both games. So that's how good Bethany has been. And they've earned my respect as they've had it from the very beginning of the season. And that continues here in uh, this game. Believe it or not, they're going to be 19-3 and after this weekend overall and 11-1 and in conference. Who would have thought we'd be saying 19-3 and for Bethany after this weekend? Just a remarkable job by Coach Garvin out there. I'm smiling, Wyatt. Hey, good for you. Good for you. <laughs> I, I think it's a perfect storm. All right. Everything going into this matchup, I was hoping that you were going to take Bethany because going into this, I've been pretty set on, I think this is a win for Morris and an upset. And that was such a great next level take that you had a few minutes ago, Wyatt. The one team that's beaten Bethany this season, mm-hmm. Northwestern, when they were playing in the Eagles barn on the road last month. They never doubled Hunter Nielsen. There was no. a little stretch in the second half where he was up on Micah Posternich and one other guy that I'm not remembering at the moment. And he had the size advantage big time, and he missed a couple close ones. But the Eagles' whole mission that day was to run Morris off the th- run Morris, excuse me, run Bethany off the three point line, flying at them, make them put the ball on the ground. Now they still had issues, and especially again, Morris players, coaches, fans, supporters, all you listening to this. You better box out Mason Ackley on the offensive glass or he's going to get three, four putbacks in the ballgame. Like, find that dude and make it physical and hit him because otherwise he's going to make you well, pay. Okay, Well, yeah, hit, hit, hit him in, in, in a different Legally. sense of the Le- word. Yes, that, Sorry. that Ryan yes. is saying we're not promoting not, any kind of violence. No, so. no, I'm not. Mason's a great player, and, you know, he's on my squad, so I, I clearly appreciate what he's been <laughs> Try, doing. Trying to take out your own guy, I guess. I don't know where that came from. <laughs> no, 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 but. that's not what I'm saying. Anyway, I think there's a path here, though, definitely for Morris is what I'm trying to say in this ball game, And I think playing into it as well is that Bethany, yeah, we both think they're going to win Friday night, but I think they're going to have to work real hard for it, Wyatt. 
and I think Morris is going to be as about well-rested as you can be facing Martin Luther the night before. I mean, not to call anyone out, but I just think that is a good beforehand game before Mm -hmm. you see Bethany. And the one team who beat Bethany earlier this season again, Northwestern, who'd they play the night before? Martin Luther. So I'm, I'm just go. saying You're all saying this the stars combined are together. That, that is what I'm saying. And the race, Wyatt, for the number one ain't over as we head into the final week. There you go. Because you're of just, this result, if that wasn't clear. Part, part of me thinks you're just saying that too, so that you know you're speaking it into into existence. You want a little bit of drama for that one seat on the final hey, weekend. I'm, don't I'm you? trying to do my best, Wyatt. I'm trying to do my part. <laughs> I appreciate that. I do. So then that leads us to the last game on the men's side, the showdown. This is the best game on the men's side of the weekend, in my opinion. Superior at Northwestern. Theoretically, Ryan, the winner of this game, is going to lock up. I mean, not lock it up necessarily, but they're they're going to be in the driver's seat for the number two seed, assuming Bethany ends up getting the one. But the loser of this game, guaranteed to not host, and uh, that's that's one thing we can guarantee. So, a lot on the line in this one. <sighs> this is this is tough because I really like what Superior's been able to do this year, and I just mentioned you know moments ago. Northwestern is trending in the right direction. I think both teams are. Superior's loss to Bethany, I think, helps them, like you said, kind of, where Coach Polkowski has his team's attention. There's still things they need to work on and improve and continue to get better at, so I think they have that going for them coming into this game. All that to be said, though, who do you not pick against in late February in this conference, Ryan? Well, I know it's January, February, Izzo, April. So, it's it's a little uh, different. A <laughs> little little different in the UMAC. It's it's January gross. Uh, I was good as there you go. There, there you, you go. go. <laughs> so you just gotta move that up a little bit. But in all seriousness, yeah, I'd be curious how many losses they have in February in his tenure compared to the rest of the months. You know what I mean? That'd be that'd be interesting. We yeah. need our stat department to get on that one. Again, but research team. Come on. It'd we be need so them. nice. It'd be so nice. <laughs> But uh, I am taking Northwestern at home to get this one done. Again, Kyle Kamink is riding his hot hand right now. He's been great. And, uh, again, they still got other guys like Caleb and Henry that can do damage too. And I just think they're coming together right now. And with the way they played last weekend, that really showed me a lot. And they just seem to always turn it on at this time of the year. So tough to pick against them on their home court in a game of this magnitude. They'll be ready to go. I'm sure the Erickson Center will be rocking. Give me the Eagles in this one. Before I make my pick, Wyatt, do you think this pans out at all similar to how it did back on January the 20th at the Mertz, where, again, Superior won the ball game in overtime, still a quote-unquote rock fight, many would call it, at 57-54. to 54. Is the Saran Wrap still going to be on the rims in the Erickson Center Saturday on hmm. Senior Day, or is this one going to be a little more up and down? Can I see in between? Sure. Is that okay? You can say I mean, whatever. I, it's a free country. If, say whatever if, you want. Thank you. If I if I had to pick between one or the two, I would lean towards more of a higher scoring game, but uh, I, I think it'll be somewhere in between. So you're saying like maybe seventy two to I was going to say low seventies, okay. and uh, the the winning score low to mid seventies probably. So somewhere around there, I could see upper seventies too. You know, I'll, I'll throw that in there, but no more than that. That's what I see. Okay. 
Yeah, that's totally fair. I mean, you and I would be, I think, shocked, and a lot of people would, unless, you know, maybe I'm speaking out of turn. But if this game were like the first one, where the winner is going to be in the mid to upper 50s, and, you know, even that one went into overtime, it's just hard to believe. You know, two teams, Wyatt, who really do pride themselves defensively, but two teams who offensively have more than enough talent to make this a little more free-flowing. But, I mean, we'll see. If you ask Coach Polkowski and his assistants, Wyatt, do you think they prefer another defensive struggle I don't know if they prefer it one way or another but I I think they like to play I and I don't know if he would even call it a defensive struggle per se they they like to play a different style than most teams they they certainly rely on their defense and they like to slow the game down but as we've seen Ryan they can also score this year better than typical so I I would say he'll he'll lean towards playing it at a slower pace if they get ahead if they get down all bets are off that's 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 the way I guess I would phrase it. If they get a lead, do not be shocked if they they slow the game down and try to bleed it out a little bit. Yeah, I mean their top ten win down in Florida over winter break, they scored eighty seven. So I mean they can do it against the best teams and put up points. So you know leaving that aside, getting to the actual matchup in the UMAC, obviously that we care about most. We talk about the one still being a thing, and that's the number, Wyatt, that we all like to look up to and see the top of the standings. And don't get me wrong, that is totally important. But the two seed means a heck of a lot too, Wyatt. Yeah. That means you get to host a ball game in a few Wednesdays in the semis, and then anything can happen on semifinal Wednesday night or semifinal Friday last year, hoping that it is actually Wednesday this year, but we won't get into that. You get into that spot, you potentially could be hosting the championship too if there's a four over a one. And we've seen how razor thin tight it is on the men's side this year. So that means an awful lot, even if you can't get the one. And now what's fascinating when we look at the standings, Wyatt, Superior's listed as second Mm -hmm. because they are in second. Like that is accurate because they have the same record as Northwestern. Yeah, thank you, Captain Obvious. It was funny funny the way you said it. (laughs) They're in second because they're in second. (laughs) But uh, go go ahead, continue. I'm sorry. This has a point, I promise you. Uh, you know, Eagle fans could be saying, well, really, as Northwestern, we're number two because they are the ones who can actually pass Bethany in what most people believe maybe could pan out in a scenario where Bethany leaves the door open, if you get what I mean. Because Superior sure is two back in the loss column. They're three back of Bethany Wyatt for all intents and purposes, okay, because they got swept by the Vikings. The Eagles already beat them once, and like you said, if they can take care of business this weekend at home and Bethany drops at least one of two, now these are all a bunch of ifs, but then, man, oh, man, a week from this Friday, North Gym, cancel all your plans and get on over to watch that contest because that is going to be fantastic. So, not that I'm looking ahead, White, because you know me. I never look ahead. I'm so in the moment. I'm never mentioning anything out in front of us. Anyway, I'm going to stop rambling here. All it is to say, regardless if it's for the number one up for grabs or the number two, this game has so much on the line. What did I say earlier, though, when we were talking about North Central against Superior? All these teams who are clumped near each other, it is really, really hard to beat the same team twice in one season when the margins are this thin. The Eagles get them at home. Their motion offense only gets better as the season moves along, as we were talking about in the recap pod. Other people in the conference can roll their eyes, but Wyatt, you and I, being surrounding this program for a chunk of years, 
excuse me, have seen this so many times. I'm not acting like it's going to be handed to them whatsoever. But I think the Eagles' offense is going to be better, and they're going to do enough. And what you always look for with Northwestern and so many teams, but especially the Eagles, Wyatt, how do they adjust defensively for the return meeting? And you can argue, well, they didn't really do anything defensively wrong the first time. And no, that's, that's a great point. I'm interested to see, are they defending the three ball super heavily and saying a guy like Joseph Fahrenholtz has got to beat us off the dribble on the block? They got to have guys slashing into the lane. Levi Miguel off the bench, really good at that in order to beat them. We'll wait and see. I think this is going to be a fantastic ball game. Senior day at the Erickson Center. Lord willing, I will be there able to watch it in person. And I am more than looking forward to this contest. It'll be as good of a Northwestern versus Superior matchup as we've had in a number of years. So I'm looking forward to it, but I'm taking the Eagles as well. Can't fault you for it. Like you said, we've been around the program. We've we've seen it year after year. Tough to pick against them in any spot, let alone at home late in February. So, all right, very good. That's the men's side of things. So to recap, you had one or two picks different than me. I think just I'm the one, right? I'm going to get one on you. Yeah, uh, I, need, I need Morris. It's, it's going to happen. I was going to say. I, I'm confident. Not only do you need that, out of all the games you could have picked, I feel very confident in having my side on that one. So, I guess thank and you. And I feel confident in my side because it's I a perfect storm. I'm, I'm glad you do. I'm glad you I wish you the best. Let's move over to the women's side. we got plenty of games to get to here as well. We've got uh, on Friday night, same matchups as on the men's side, Superiors at North Central, Martin Luther at Morris, Northland at Northwestern, and Bethany at Crown. Start from the top, work our way down. We've got Superior at North Central. This is an intriguing one right off the bat. Lot at stake here. Superiors five and five, North Central six and four. However, they are both coming off of a loss. So a lot here into this one as far as what it could mean for playoff rights. More so for Superior, North Central a little bit more of a cushion, but honestly, Ryan, from two to six, any one of those teams right now as the standing sit could theoretically miss postseason play, which is just remarkable. So and yeah. you could even say that the sixth seed right now, Crown. They were to win out. For all we know, they could even still somehow get the two seed. Isn't that just crazy? It is. But it's that's remarkable. why we love it. We do. It's unlike any other, as you would uh, say. So <laughs> it's going to be a great finish on the women's side. This is one of the games that plays into that. With North Central being at home, I'm a little bit more comfortable with them. And what I've seen with them as of late, uh, Superior was able to get a win last weekend, and that maybe settled things down a little bit for them as well, uh, beating Martin Luther. But then they come right back, and they lose their next one, and it was a little bit uh, mind-boggling almost that Bethany was able to put up 66 on them and just kind of control that game. So I'm going to give this one to North Central, and I'm going to say they went at home their loss last weekend, a little bit of a different circumstance against a very good Minnesota Morris team who – has been on a tear outside of playing Northwestern. So with all that being said, that's why I think North Central is a little bit of a better play here. Yeah, they won the opener, Wyatt. 64-51 against the Jackets back I'm gonna on guess, the 21st I'm gonna guess the you didn't. I'm going to guess you didn't pick them to win that one. I'm going to guess you picked Superior in that game. Not that we have to look that up right now. but I was going to say, we, we, don't have to, we don't have to guess. I'll have it here in 10 seconds, uh, woman's side, 21st. I... I actually had North Central. Thank oh, you, you very did. much, White. Okay. You had well, Superior. So what? Speak that for doesn't yourself. that doesn't sound like me. <laughs> That's what the chart says that I'm oh, looking this, at. This backfired. I guess I'll just <laughs> let you keep talking from now on. I'll quit interrupting. Go ahead. So <laughs> you're good. Uh, I mentioned in that first matchup at the Mertz. Okay, folks, 
underline, highlight, circle that. Why rumor has it, great tune by the way. It moving is. along. You know, Coach Carpenter, I know she's in her first season. I know it can be overwhelming at times, I'm sure. What she's doing is kind of unbelievable just having the job. But rumor has it, she and her assistants and those players, Wyatt, they like being on the road more than they do at home. I mean, look throughout the course of the season. They've had some dynamite performances on the road, especially early in the season we saw it. But at home, there's been some big-time struggle buses and tough to score. And look no further than what happened on Saturday in front of that huge crowd and that disappointment against Bethany. So I think it's actually a welcome sight, Wyatt, for Coach Carpenter and her staff that we can take this show on the road. And I said it so much on the men's side. I think it's applicable on the women's side as well. And you mentioned the absolute jumble that we have in the middle of the standings on the women's side as well. It is tough to beat the same team twice. Superior is going to be better offensively than they were last month. They're putting up more than 51 points. North Central's coming off a tough L as well at Minnesota Morris. I think in a weird way, Superior likes what's coming into this ballgame where they're ultra-motivated. They maybe get away from some distractions at home. Coach Carpenter has laser focus from her players and they pick up a much-needed victory Friday night. So there you go. You're coming out with a bang on the women's side and uh, picking opposite of me, huh? I do have a few games to make up still. So I hear you. Again, I'm aware of these numbers. I, I hear you. <laughs> but yeah. but again, I think they are going to win. This is not desperate, Ryan. Yeah, not, well, this, this, is a, this, this is a toss-up, too. It, it could easily go either way. I'm not going to be surprised looking at this box score unless one team wins by, like, 30 points. So a lot of different outcomes that are possible with that one. Martin Luther at Morris, and Morris, like I said, playing really well right now. They're only lost in, like, the last handful of games was to Northwestern, who is just on a different level right now. Martin Luther, not the season they were looking for. Any chance the Knights uh, get this win, Ryan? I'm taking Minnesota Morris. Do, do you think the Knights could pull this upset off? Nope, Morris. Easy enough. That's that's <laughs> where we're going to leave it at, I guess. I just, uh, w- again, we haven't seen Lydia fight for, like, what, four yeah, games now? or it It's might a even serious be injury, and you'd kind of be surprised if she's going to be back. Yeah, so it's, it's especially unfortunate. Especially since she's only a freshman, you don't yeah. want to ruin the trajectory of the rest oh, of her career. So, absolutely. Yeah. It's unfortunate it happened, you know, when it did, and you, you oh, hate to see that for anybody. My, so. my squad is hurting. Tell me about it. This is bigger than your fantasy <laughs> squad, Ryan. Come it on. Is. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness! Even with her, you weren't you weren't beating me this year. You had way too many things go against you this year. But yeah, yeah. Anyways, we're both on Morris there in that one. Northland at Northwestern. We talked about Northwestern and their impressive weekend on our recap. And again, they're just on a different level right now. More more than anything, it's the quest for perfection in conference play yep. at this point, Ryan. And I don't think Northland's going to be the team that ruins that. And so I'll take Northwestern. Although, I mean, you got to give Northland a shout-out for the weekend that they're coming off of two huge wins. A little different playing Northwestern, though, on the road. So uh, as good as they may be feeling, I think Northwestern takes care of business. Yeah, it's a great point. Can they take the show on the road? Because it's one thing to do it at home, but now going on the road after your best weekend of the season and something that coach Phillips and her club don't have to apologize for. They can be really proud about it, but you go from that to not just going on the road, but a tough weekend on the road. And it starts off with the best team in the conference and the champagne is in the building. 
the banner is behind the closed doors, and they got the wrapping that they are ready to put in the locker room for bottles to be popped if they win this game. Because if mm-hmm. they do, they don't you know win everything. It's official. It's, it, yeah, it's official, signed, sealed, delivered, outright, take the photo, have the moment, all of that Friday night on the Erickson Center floor to wrap up the evening. So there's some other extra shenanigans that only Northwestern people care about, so I won't mention it, that they're trying to get people out to the Erickson Center for Friday night. So... I think they do it, but uh, you got to be careful. If you don't come out and defend, especially the three-point line wide, and contest some jump shooters, I mean, Northland could make this scary for a little bit. So you got to get after them defensively. If they're locked in defensively, though, I think they'll figure it out and uh, get another convincing win, move to 11-0, and and lock up the number one outright regular season champs Friday night. Well, you know how we feel about it. We feel as if it's already official. But uh, well, and I, I should rephrase why they already have the number one, but yes. it would be the outright, you know, UMAC champions you would be claimed, and that no one else shares that. So, yes, I agree though. We we both think they kind of already have it, but Coach to be Boone, political, Coach yeah. Boone, remember the Titans, run it up, yeah. run it up, Herman. Leave no <laughs> doubt, they don't want to leave any doubt here. Get that number Great 11 movie. Great, Great movie. movie, get that number 11, and then there's no tie, nothing like that. Nobody can you know, have any questions after the fact. So and, and you're right. It's the pursuit to perfection. I mean, yeah. you're a wagon right now. Continue it on that. That means a heck of a lot. So there, there's stuff on the table for the rest of their season as well. Could not agree more with you. The last one, you've got Crown and Bethany squaring off then to wrap up Friday night. And I'm going to freeze it like this for you, Ryan. Is this a must-win game for both teams? Because if you look at the standings mm. right now, You've got Bethany at five and five, and you got Crown at four and six. If the season were to end today, neither of them would potentially be in the playoffs. So, does the loser of this game get eliminated? And you know, I, I guess is it a must-win game in your eyes for both of these teams? Agreed, totally. I mean, I don't know how we want to label this thing. Why do you like it better to say loser leaves town or only one team? <laughs> is going to leave the whack alive after two enter the ring. I mean, what what a Friday night in St. Bonnie. Yeah. Load it up. I mean, come on. Two fantastic ball games. How do you want to label this one on Friday? Probably the two teams enter and one Only leaves. Only one leaves? Yeah. Okay. That's, that's the way I would go. They're both good. Don't get me wrong. I'm not going to come up with my own on the spot, by the way, either. But, oh, okay. All right. Um, yeah, it's going to be a heck of a game. If, if you had to ask me where I wanted to be on Friday night, like if I had to stay overnight Thursday, you know, the question where you lock me in the gym, but it was only for games on Friday, I, I'd be there in uh, St. Bonifacius, I think. There you the, go. This is a great game. And the, the men's game is extremely compelling, too, that night between Bethany and Crown for its own reasons. So that would be the place to be. I'm going to – this This is an interesting one. This could go either way. I want to be very clear about that. So, to me, it's a complete toss-up. I'm going to take the home team here. I'm going to take Crown to get it done. Bethany's been just really streaky, really inconsistent at times this year. And I understand when you look at their last week, and, yeah, they killed Superior. They also laid a dud against Northland, though. At least when Crown has been losing games, Ryan, it's a pretty easy fix and, and recipe where they're just not making their outside shots and they're not getting Hecox and Latsky going as much as they should or, or are able to. So to me, it's a pretty easy fix for them versus Bethany. I have no idea what I'm going to get from them on any given night. Also important to know, Crown, last time out, they almost beat Northwestern. They, they were in that game for a while. They ended up losing by 10. 
And uh, this is a big weekend for them. They know what's at stake after sliding a little bit here. I think they'll get it done at home. And uh, Bethany's inconsistencies, that's why I'm staying away from them in this matchup. Yeah, I mean, both teams ultra, you know, motivated, obviously, coming in. And, you know, Crown, unfortunately, was not tight with Northwestern. I mean, that that's a misprint on the website. It, it showed the men's score. Northwestern won by 30. So they weren't actually I apologize. Anyway, and, you know, that good. makes me look bad. So I shouldn't have even uh, referenced it, I guess. You're good. We got a lot of numbers. You're, you're good. No worries. I feel like uh, yeah. Stephen A. Smith right now when he was saying how Spencer Ware was going to play on Thursday Night Football. You remember that video? And then he was like... A few years uh, ago. Yeah, yeah, and he called them the San Diego Chargers. And he was saying all this just random Tough stuff. Day. And Tough I, uh, for, yeah, for no, I, I feel that way right now. But anyways, continue. Yeah, I do have some games to make up, and I think this one is uh, definitely a 50-50 as well. But, 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 I think you can look back to earlier this season, wide at multiple points, and you can make a good argument that Bethany is a back half of the weekend squad. Mm-hmm. They're much better on a Saturday. They've had some Friday night performances that have, you know, had some stuff left to be desired, if you will. Sure. So, I agree with you, though. Crown needs a win in the worst way. It's a must win. They're sitting at four and six. Bethany at five and five. I really wanted you to take Bethany because I feel like everything's pointing towards Coach Tussler's going to put all the chips on the table. And what was my logic a few moments ago with Superior against North Central? Whoever lost the first matchup between two teams who are so tight, add to it the fact that I think crown is going to be in a better spot to start the weekend seeing bethany versus the end of the weekend because you get bethany on a friday and you're also fresh i like all the arrows pointing towards crown in this one i'm real tempted though wyatt this is really tough i'm showing some self-control here because part of me is like just take bethany Wyatt or ryan excuse me because you're down so many games on wyatt but like you said i'm sticking with who i think is going to win the game and i think crown wins this ball game to keep their hopes alive you are getting to the point, though, you realize, where you're going to have to basically, if we, we go into the last week of the season, you're going to yep. have to pick like yep. against me every single game. So I would have thought this was one you were picking against me regardless. You would have just took the other team. We got a few more matchups. I'm only nine games down. I hear you. You keep saying that. Nine's <laughs> a lot, though. It's not right? only I mean, nine. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's a lot. We do have four more games on the women's side to get to, though, so let's get to Saturday. Uh, actually, I wanted to bring something up just as a side note, and maybe I shouldn't, but I'm going to do it anyways. Do it. You, do you it. mentioned the uh, Northwestern celebrating. I think this is what caught my attention in the locker room, you know, and getting ready to pop the bottles of champagne. It made me think of Champagne, Illinois. You think the Gophers actually mm, had COVID no. issues, or, or are oh. they at the point? Are they at wow. the point where they just want to? They want to <laughs> just phone in the rest of the season, <laughs> try try and get to the off season, and call it good. I mean, seriously, where, where are we at? You think with with that? What what a connection. Somehow you connect champagne to another champagne and, you know, men's D1 in the Big Ten. You know what, Wyatt? Couldn't let it go. I will answer that question with a question. If that is the intention of Coach Johnson's club, can you blame him? <laughs> I mean, a little bit. I, I It's it's not – it's tough right now, I, I will but, say. But here's the, here's the deal. Did you see it's already rescheduled? They're still playing yeah, the game. Yeah, for the 20th. So. Yeah, they still have to play. But, I yeah. mean, that gives them more time to come up with another reason not to play the game is what I'm saying. So, I don't know. It's well, interesting. And, and Dawson Garcia is out, and Braden's dealing with an injury. So, I mean, it, it's it's tough for the Gulfs right now. The fact, I mean, let's, let's rally back next year. That's, that's my look at it. The fact that it's come to the – 
you know, needing Dawson Garcia on the court to even compete, though, is 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 the tough part about it's the not whole a great thing, roster. So. I mean, if anyone told not, you coming into the season, not. ah, this this roster, this Taurus Samuels guy from Dartmouth and Taylon Cooper yeah. from Moorhead State, ah, we're, we're we're piecing it together and Jamison Battle, third team All Big Ten lockdown shooter. No, they were lying to you. I'm yeah. sorry, they were they not were just uh, lying to you. I'm not trying to be mean, but Samuel showed up uh, for the first day of practice. <laughs> And Ben Johnson looked around and said, who the heck recruited this guy? Who brought him in? And wow. uh, that's that's wow. kind of been the way the season You better hope anyone Gophers. affiliated with the Gopher program doesn't listen to this. Or why? I, <laughs> hey, any, any publicity is good publicity, right? There you go. So, I agree. I agree. Okay. After that little side note, we're permitted one every night. So there's the one. Let's go to Saturday. We've got a couple of great showdowns again here on Saturday with a lot of implications for teams. Superior's at Northwestern. You've got Northland at North Central, Martin Luther at Crown, and Bethany at Morris. We will start with uh, from the bottom again, working our way up top. So we'll have Bethany at Morris. This will be the first game. It's pretty clear cut for me here too, Ryan. I'm going to take Morris at home. Bethany, like you said, they've been better on Saturdays. I get that, but they're just so inconsistent. I can't put my faith in them and think they're going to be able to go on the road and beat what is the second best team right now in this conference. Morris has been terrific as of late, and they're really putting things together. So I think Morris takes care of the basketball. They don't hurt themselves in this game. They're not going to have any issues winning it. So I think they're going to have to beat themselves in this instance. It could happen, but I don't see it happening. I'll take the Cougars at home to wrap up the weekend on Saturday. Yeah, you know what? Seconds ago there, you said starting from the bottom. You know what Morris is saying to the rest of the league? Started, started from, from the bottom, from the bottom now, we're now we're here. We're here. Mm. <laughs> Cause, cause here they are. You set that up on a silver platter for me. I, I do did. appreciate that one. <laughs> I knew you, you knew exactly what you were doing. Sure. So sure. I uh, I totally agree with you. Got to take Morris with this one. I mean, yeah, it hurt a little bit what happened against Northwestern last Friday, but then they bounce back on Saturday. They're going to pick up another one against Martin Luther on Friday night, and they're going to pick up another one. I believe, alongside you. I know I got games to make up, but uh, I can't go against Morris at home in this one. I think they continue to trend in the right direction this weekend. Crown is hosting Martin Luther. This would be a great time to pick your Knights because I'm picking Crown in this Oof. game at home. Are Oof. you going to go back to the Knights one Oof. last time, hop on the bandwagon, Oof. and ride and try and make up a game here? Because I think Crown wins this game at home. Didn't even have to think twice about it. I'm taking the Polars. I'll leave the door open for you and give you the opportunity to take your Knights. Well, it's nice that you're at least leaving the door open, Wyatt, because last time they were coming off a win, which was earlier this season, it's been a tough stretch for Martin Luther, I know, but after they had beaten North Central, you warned me, hey, Ryan, I don't know if you can get on the bandwagon. Like, you may have to put one arm on the side yeah. railing and then drag yourself down yeah. the road. So I'll ask you, Wyatt, is is the door open a way that I can get on and get a comfy seat, or, or is the bandwagon oh, still so packed that they... I, I can't make it on? They may have reached a point where you can get a comfy seat now. I don't know. It's it's not like the line John Calipari said that, that I brought up, where it's like uh, there's a spot in the back, hang on to the railing real tight, and uh, you know you can hop back on. It might be a little bit different now. So it, it, does that change your pick if, if I tell yeah, you you can have a – If you have a comfy seat. I want to have seat. a fun ride. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I well, sure. In, in this instance, sure. Uh, I'll say it's, it's, it's going to be allowed. All right, that's good to know. I uh, I care about all the factors. So, worth noting, Wyatt, when they played Crown the first time out at the Luther Student Center in New Ulm last month, mm-hmm. they lost by seven. Crown picked up the dub. 
Lydia Fight also was not a part of that game. So they're getting used to life without her. But it's really tough for me to pick them against teams in the top half and really most squads in the UMAC for that matter without her especially on top of it that they're on the road, especially on top of it that Crown is going to be feeling real good after a big win on Friday, not in a way that they're overlooking Martin Luther, but that they get a little bit of that mojo back and say, hey, Coach Tussler's telling us this has got to be a 2-0 and weekend. we yep. got to protect the whack and keep ourselves alive. I cannot see a scenario in which Crown is dropping this game with so much on the line on Saturday. If they were to lose, let's say, on Friday, do you think that changes things? I think it maybe does, actually, a little bit, because then you're starting to think, wow, the wheels have just totally come off. Because right now, Wyatt, you could say, you know what, they were riding a tricycle, and now they're down to two wheels, but one of them really needs a blow-up, and they need to get some pressure back in the tires. When they win on Friday, there's going to be pressure back in the tires. And all of a sudden, they win on Saturday, you can get the tricycle moving into the final weekend, okay? But if Crown loses on Friday, I, they, they are barely staying upright. I mean, they're riding a unicycle into the game on Saturday. Man. So. Oh, I, I should just shut up. Is this, is this a circus at this point? What is going on right now? Tricycles the season and can unis- sometimes feel like a circus, I think, Wyatt. Oh, you know? That's hey, what I'm trying to hey, say. I like it. I like it. Way to pivot there. So I'm taking crowd, if that wasn't uh, clear enough. Sure. Hey, no, I appreciate that long and uh, <laughs> elaborate way to, to lay it out for me. So, again, it's a chance there for you. You could have took the other team. but uh, I know. Especially I'm picking when the team who I think is going to win. I appreciate I think that. they're going to win. I, at least, you know, you can have that going for you, I guess. But this when, next when it's all one, said and though, done. This next one is also very tantalizing. See, and for I me, it it's for not me, for you. I, well, I, I'm going to take North Central. I, I think North Central beats Northland at home. Don't get me wrong, Northland, a great weekend. And they got a chance to, I mean, you know, shock the world if they beat Northwestern. I mean, if they're watching over in, you know, China or whatever, they'll shock them too if they win this game. <laughs> but uh, that I, I don't think that's going to happen. So then they're coming into this game with a loss. North Central, like I said, if they were to lose to Superior, which I think could, you know, very easily happen. That's a game that could go either way on Friday night as well. But I, I just think North Central absolutely has to have this game after uh, potentially losing, let's say, on Friday night. Now, I have them winning the game on Friday night, but let's say they lose. You know, that that, that also would make them need this game even more. So they know what's at stake. They, they got to try and lock up a playoff spot at home against Northland, even though Northland had an impressive weekend. I think North Central gets it done at home. I'm pretty confident in that one. Mission number one, top of the line, bullet point, underline, star it for the Northland College Lumberjills. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Pack it in. Pack line defense. I don't know if it's going to be a 2-3, if it's going to be a 1-3-1. Wyatt, first time these two played. North Central wins by 14 on the road back on the 20th of January. Vanderplug and Hola, their two five-spot positions, combine for 31 points. They just didn't have enough size to defend them on the block. You cannot allow no. that to happen again to beat you. Force them to shoot it from over the top, and if Coach Zabla's club has a good jump shooting day, you just tip your cap and say, well, we couldn't find a way. I think Northland's going to make some adjustments. They're not going to be hanging their heads after a loss against Northwestern on Friday night. North Central's obviously going to be ultra-motivated trying to keep their playoff hopes alive. I think they're going to be coming off of a loss Friday night against Superior. This is one where I'm going to go the other way. 
Big games for Miranda Wagner and Bailey Wynn out shooting North Central in what will be a lower scoring game on the road. Northland finds a way. And Coach Phillips continues, Wyatt, to put together something. It's not going to pop off the page if you haven't followed this team over the last chunk of years. But quietly, Wyatt, she's done a really nice job in her first season after the last chunk of years with Coach Tucker. I mean, it's been hard to see any light in the distance. Mm -hmm. Now there's just a glimmer. It's like a sunset right now for Northland. And not that the sun is setting on their program, but the fact of sunrise. I shouldn't have said sunset. (laughs) It's a sunrise. Right now it's a sunrise for Northland. It's it's moving up. There's just a little bit of light, but sunrises are fun to watch. Not as fun as sunsets, because who wants to wake up early? But anyway, I'll shut up with the analogies. Northland wins on the road. Fun is an interesting word to use there, too. I mean, they're, they're, I enjoy watching them. I wouldn't say I, I have fun watching a sunrise or a sunset, though. But Gets you I, going. I appreciate all the analogies. I mean, you're really reaching with some of these at this point, so I appreciate that. That's good stuff. Okay, so that leaves us for Superior and Northwestern. What a showdown this is. Do you want to start? I'll make my pick first, but do you want to break this one down at all before you know I, I give my thoughts on it? I have one question for you before we get into this, because it's, okay. it's the, really the question I have on my mind for this ballgame. Yep, game. I'll allow it. In your opinion, I want you to answer this one, okay? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you, you don't know what I'm about to ask. So, it's senior day for Northwestern. That was a big deal last season with the class that they had. Not so much this year, though. You know, they're so young. They're really talented, though. But, why? there's one who came back for her super senior season. Do they honor Megan McGow? Should she even want it? I mean, she got honored a season ago. So, what happens on Saturday? Is there no senior day presentation <laughs> on senior day? Is senior at, at day all? not even a thing this year for Northwestern at the Erickson Center on the women's side? Well, what, I think what happens? I, I think it's going to be a thing. <laughs> I, I think uh, it will be, but it's interesting. But for who? Who? Who are they going to honor? Like the actual senior citizens in the building? Like they what, gotta, what is going to Well, happen? they got to do it again for, for <laughs> Megan, I think. Because they do. Okay. I. You know, similar deal with baseball, you know, we had the COVID year, so we could come back. I still have two years of eligibility, if that scares anybody out there in the UMAC, you know, that, you know, I could come yeah. back at any moment. And You uh, never know. You know. People are shaking about that right now. But Sam Peterson went back. I use him as an example. And, you know, he, he was a guy that played for us, for those who don't know, and was my grade. So he went back for a fifth year, technically a COVID year. He was honored on senior night the year before, though, and then got honored Not again. last Oh, he did get honored again last year. And and he got honored again. I believe so, anyways. I could be wrong, I guess. But I'm pretty sure that's how it works. So I think he got honored twice. And so, uh, so I should ask you, in this hypothetical that you come back for a super senior year, do you want to be honored again? I mean, I, it may be too much for you because you get real emotional in those spots. So could you handle it? I mean, that scene again, all eyes on you. There's a lot to unpack there. <laughs> um I don't know. It's it's an interesting question. I'm not sure if I would, to be honest, because once it happens once, yeah, it, it feels weird. I would guess doing it again. I don't know from experience, but I would have to imagine it is a little different. So it's unique, but I, I would guess they would. I don't know. I, I feel like they will, especially since they don't have any other seniors. <laughs> it, it, they make her do it. <laughs> it. It'd be not not that they're. I mean, I guess that's a good way to put it. I guess maybe you could ask and see, like if if she wants to or not, but. It's a unique situation, I will say that. Do do yep. I don't know if we've ever had that before. We we have a team that has zero seniors. Seriously, and, and for and for the team that is a wagon and is undefeated, 
There could be it's no incredible. senior day. I mean, what, what's what's Does going on? Does that play into how you see this game playing out? Yeah, no, it's just a fun side <laughs> note. I just okay. wanted to bring it up. Okay, sounds good. So I mean, go ahead. You break it down first. Yeah, I mean, why you can make an argument that it was near one of the best tests they've gotten, if not, if not the best test that they've gotten all season, period, that being Northwestern. They won the game, but it was 46-41. to 41. Somebody took the air out of the basketball. It was a rock fight in the full definition of that word back on the 20th of January. Yeah, the Eagles found a way, but they shoot 26% from the field wide. They win a ball game in which they shoot 1 of 22 from downtown. They're plus nine on that's the glass. Impressive. They got that's impressive. they got a lot of chances, but yeah, White, that's the question for you. That was impressive. Can the Eagles again shoot four percent from deep and win this game? <laughs> I would say probably not. However, it would be even more impressive to shoot four percent again from three, regardless of the win or the loss. I mean, it's okay. very often you see a team shoot less than ten percent. I mean, you know how hard yep. that is to do. It's harder to do that than actually. You know, it's hard to try to do that. I should say. To actually yeah. miss that many times, so yeah, it is. I uh, to answer your question though, no, I don't think it's plausible. Uh, I mean, they they're gonna have to shoot better than that to win. Best question, I'll get on my serious face, folks. Can Superior keep this tight, Wyatt? Is this another game we're going deep into the fourth quarter? It's actually still up in the air, and Coach Carpenter's club can at least give Coach Call and his squad a scare. Yeah, and I'll, I'll tell you why. And, and I'm going to take Northwestern to win the game. Let me be clear about that. But Superior, how do they like to play, Ryan? They like to get in your face, speed you up. You know what I mean? So yep. maybe they can create enough havoc, enough chaos to stick around long enough or maybe even find themselves in a position in the second half to do something, you know, special uh, on this uh, particular Saturday. So I think they could just for those reasons. I like the style of play they have coming into a game where they're not favored to win, try and create some chaos, speed Northwestern up, and those are the couple of the reasons why I think they could. I think Northwestern wins the game, though, and uh, I I would guess it's going to be close for a while, I think, and then Northwestern pulls away in the second half. Yeah, I would be very surprised if this is a single-digit game. I just... I think Northwestern's going to be better offensively than they were the first time. They're at home. I still feel like there's plenty of motivation, even though the one's wrapped up. The pursuit to perfection. Superior, obviously, is going to have a ton to play for. I think they're going to be coming off of a win on Friday night. But it's just really tough for me to see them having that bad of a shooting performance again. And they can even have not great shooting numbers wide, and they're still going to beat a lot of teams, as evidenced by that result from earlier this season. So I think the Jackets have it cut out for them, and we've talked about it before, and you mentioned that's their identity. So I would say for Coach Carpenter and her club, lean into it early, Wyatt. Like, if you're actually going to press, like, let's do it full on and do it early and see if it does something. I don't think it matters, though. I've I've seen teams, excuse me, do it in spurts. Crown tried to do it from time to time last weekend. The Eagles just got so many good ball handlers. They got size in the middle, finding someone like Lexi Hagen to help break a press. It, it's just, I don't want to say it's impossible, but it's re- it's really, really hard to slow them down and get them in a game where they're sped up and just giving you the ball left and right. Sure. So I got Northwestern, in other words. Anything else to add with that? or No, not really. Okay, they're going to go to 12-0. and 0. Fair enough, and then that will set up a huge opportunity the next weekend to try and complete the perfect season if they get there. So uh, we'll have a lot to talk about in the recap if they do get to 12-0. and So that's all the games, Ryan. I don't have anything else. You got anything else? 
Well, you said on Friday night where you would be locked in if you had to be and, you know, you can walk down the road to Mac and Thunes and get some good dinner and get some meats and cheeses to bring into the whack if they allow that for watching <laughs> if, the if, games. If, yeah, yeah, exactly. So I think that's a great decision. But if you had to be in one gym for the totality of the weekend, like I, you know, enjoy asking you, from Friday late afternoon into Saturday night, where would you want to be locked in? No place to go. Friday to Saturday. The whole weekend. You got to pick one it's Good question. Uh, there's, yeah, that is a tough one. <laughs> there's not really like one set spot in my eyes where there's two great games on back-to-back days per se. You know, a lot of times there has been. Yep. <sighs> um, I guess I would pick, say. Pick a place you haven't been this year. I mean, you've been locked even, in James I... Gremmel's. You've been locked in uh, the Mertz for sure. I don't think you've been locked in the whack, and I don't think you've been locked in the North Gym. I don't think so. Maybe you have been yeah. in the Erickson Center. I mean, the whack would be great for Friday, but then they have Martin Luther and Crown on Saturday, and of course on the but, men's but side, that game it's doesn't really. Day. It is, but the, it just it's a pointless game. It's meaningful on the women's side still, sure. But on yeah. the men's side, it's it's a meaningless game. It, I don't want to watch choice. a. I don't yeah. want to watch a meaningless game. Um, I guess I'd probably go with. Northwestern for the superior matchups on Saturday. Okay. And the fact that you're chasing perfection, assuming that the women's team wins also on Friday. So to be able to have that factor as well, carry over throughout the entire weekend. Yeah. There's plenty of storylines. And and if for the first time ever, they cancel senior day, that, that could be something to watch too. That's, that's the thing. (laughs) Does it get canceled or do they just not have it? I I mean, you know, but here's the deal. Wyatt. if there's no seniors to honor, there's no like grad assistant or like a student manager. Like what, what do you do? Like (laughs) I am going to pull something up really quick. Where would you like to be as as I pull? Where would I like to be? You want me to answer this? I feel like you have in the past. Have you not? Yeah, I, I have from time to time. I like for you to answer it. Um, well, I'll be at the Erickson Center for the record, so this is kind of tough because, you know, Lord willing, I'll already be there. But uh, if this is just totally random as a fan, I think the WAC would be a nice spot. You know, none of these games are meaningless. I know what you meant by that as far as playoff implications go, but I think there's a lot of good games in that spot, and Friday night would just be, oh, that would be an absolute ball. But, yeah, I'm not complaining at all. Erickson Center is right near the top as well. I'm uh, very pleased to uh, be seeing UMAC basketball in person again for the first time in about a month. So, on the men's page, it says Senior Day for Northwestern against Superior. On the women's team's uh, schedule, it does not. Wow. Look at that research. So, it's not happening. It says There's UN- the answer. Well, it does say UNW Dance Team is doing a halftime <laughs> performance on Saturday. So, <laughs> shout, out, shout out to them. Oh, and, I'm sorry for laughing. That was weird. yeah. What? What? That's messed up, man. Come on. And There's a deeper reason. It's also that, yeah. it's also a whiteout, but uh, yeah, no, no senior day. So there you go. I guess we figured it out. For the first time ever. I mean, when's the last time that's happened for anyone in any place? That's what I mean. I feel like it's very rare you don't have at least one senior. Interesting. Maybe well, just maybe, White. If we're lucky enough to talk to Coach Call again at some point this season, we'll have to ask him about that. Just maybe. Put, keep put that adding, one in your back pocket. Keep adding to the list of things that makes this conference unlike any other. It's yeah. remarkable. Good stuff. Yep. On all and right. off the court. Yep. If, if nothing else, we can leave it there. We'll be back to recap all the action 
uh, later next week. And hey, uh, real get quick, ready. who, who oh, you okay. got on Sunday? Everyone yeah, wants not, to we're know. Not, we're not going to leave it there, I guess. Uh, you're, you're a great football mind. Just real quick, people want to know. Chiefs. Eagles Fair. have had a clown clown schedule to get to the wow. to the Super Bowl. They had frauds. the easiest schedule easiest schedule in the NFL. Frauds. They're not they're not frauds. However, <laughs> they did have the easiest schedule, and then they played the Giants thanks to our Minnesota Vikings screwing that up, and then they played the Niners with the quarterback that couldn't even handle a snap. So. I just I'm not that impressed with them compared to what Kansas City has done, and, and I still think Patrick Mahomes is better than Jalen Hurts too. So plus Andy Reid, you give him time to prepare a game plan. Yeah, stars are aligning. Jarek McKinnon's the MVP. I'm taking Kansas City. I'm saying that with my heart too, because I really want Kansas City to win and not Philadelphia. I think Philly has a better team overall, but Patty does enough screen game. Jarek McKinnon going to be an elite receiving option Sunday night. There you have it. All right, we'll look forward to that one. And, uh, yeah, maybe I guess we'll recap that very quickly on the pod next week. Maybe not. We'll see. Who knows? We'll leave you in suspense. But uh, thanks to everybody that supports us, listens, appreciate it. Hope you enjoy the games this upcoming weekend. Like I said, we'll be back to recap them next week and get ready for the final week of the regular season. Uh, And, again, it's uaotheumac at gmail.com. If you listened earlier, it is a .com at the end of it. You have to have that. I don't know why I didn't think that earlier, but it is, in fact, how you can email us. And then we're also on Twitter. Unlike any other, the UMAC find us there. Interact with us. We enjoy it and uh, would be happy to take any of your questions or any info. We, we certainly love getting info as well, so feel free to pass along uh, if you feel uh, free to do so or led to do so. With that, uh, thanks to everybody for listening, and we'll catch you next time on the Unlike Any Other, the UMAC podcast.